And it becomes part of it. Like in the mornings, my daughter wants to go out and say, like, if you don't say good morning to the plant babies, that you're just setting your day up for failure. Like she wants to tickle them so that she can say good morning. Hello and welcome to the Real Heroes of E-Commerce. I am your host, Jason. And on this podcast, we talk with real customers to get their perspective on marketing and online shopping. Today, we have Courtney on to talk about gardening with the farm stand by a company called Lettuce Grow. It is a great example of how you can build a customer experience that lends itself perfectly to word of mouth referrals. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss our next episode with Solo Stove. Okay, let's get to it. So, enough about ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's talk about that farm stand. Yeah, it's kind of a rad thing. (laughs) Yeah, so my wife stumbled across it, uh, you know, before we reached out to you and it was just a really unique kind of design and an idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, I found it through, I think how a lot of people find it, which was an Instagram ad. Um, and I think part of that is I follow a lot of like mom accounts and cooking accounts. And so I think that I, I pretty much fit their, their avatar, their, their perfect client uh, right there. Um, but one thing was I don't have a green thumb at all. And I've tried planting things in the backyard. I've tried planting things on the windowsill and like even the basil plants that you get from the grocery store, they're supposed to last forever. And like, you can't kill them because they're like a weed. I I can't keep them alive. So (laughs) when I saw this, because I've been wanting to do a garden bed, but we don't really have the room for it. And we figured if we put all that energy into building one Mm -hmm. that if everything's just going to die in the next couple of weeks, it wasn't really worth it. So I stumbled upon the ad for this and, um, I brought it to my husband and I'm like, I don't know, it's, it's supposed to be really easy. You're not really supposed to have any challenges with it. And we really liked the design of it because we do have a lot of critters surprisingly that, uh, mm-hmm. pass through our yard. So one of the other issues with building our own kind of garden would have been the raccoons and the rats and the mice and all those other little skunks and everything that kind of, flows through this area that we live in. So we thought because of the way it was designed, like if someone's going to try to climb up that, you're not really going to be able to do it. So that was right. definitely something that stuck out to me. Okay. So what, what kind of things are you growing in there? Um, I'm on sort of my third cycle of seeds. So I've had it since April. Um, and a couple of them are still growing strong. Like my strawberries and my cherry tomatoes were some of my first plants and it's funny how you don't really understand if you don't know much about gardening, how long everything takes to grow. So we get lettuce. I've got lettuce that's done in three weeks and I've got strawberries that have been there since April and I've had like two, but um, yeah, so right now we have cherry tomatoes, green beans, strawberries, some flowers, five or six different types of lettuce, green onions, parsley, jalapenos, lunchbox peppers, kale we had some spinach last time around we had we grew a lot of zucchini um and some snap peas and cucumbers um and bok choy that was kind of a fun one to grow (laughs) so were these all at the same time or the majority of them so i actually have the farm stand that has 30 um 30 spots for plants so we can do up to 30 plants at a time and it's a lot. <laughs> I've realized now that we've gone through a couple of cycles here that uh, you don't always have to fill it the whole way. Like I was like more bang for your buck. We've got to do 30 plants every time. Something always needs to be growing, but I'm learning that uh, 
you don't have to do it that way. You can actually take a breather <laughs> um, because it's the three of us. It's my husband, myself, and my daughter, and she's not really into like lettuce and salad greens and that stuff yet. So she'll eat some of the cucumbers, some of the tomatoes, but she's not really eating it. So really it's 30 plants for the two of us. And it's, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so now we have some holes that are filled in um, just with like a stopper to keep algae and, and sunlight from getting into the, the basin that has all the water. But we probably have about 20 plants growing now. And now that I've taken a few out, some of the other ones are just going bonkers. So you could tell that like the zucchini was something like a huge nutrient suck in there. Um, so it was great to grow it. But like once it was done, the tomatoes started growing better. Um, the green beans started growing better, that kind of thing. Oh, cool. Yeah. You said you heard about this on Instagram. Yes. It popped up for a while in ads that I had. And then I also, um, Zoe Deschanel is either a founder or co-owner or face of the brand. I'm not exactly sure her involvement, but I followed her account um, just from being a fan and she started posting about it. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. And then I was seeing the ads and then Farmer Nick was also like showing up in my reels. And so I felt like I was seeing it everywhere. Like they definitely had me surrounded with the uh, with the images and, and different accounts talking about it. And so we'd kind of been pondering it for a couple of weeks because the investment is pretty steep up front. It's, I think for ours, it was about 700 to get started with the 30 farm, the 30 um, plant stand with the seedlings, with the, the um, not the shipping, the, um, the nutrients, everything that kind of comes with it in that first package. So it was definitely like a, not exactly an impulse buy, I would say. <laughs> and um, after kind of doing the math on it and thinking about it, ironically enough, a friend of mine came over for um, a birthday party for our daughter and we were talking to, she's a vegan. So I always kind of look to her for inspiration and getting more vegetables in our lives and different ways to, to create some new dishes. And so we were talking just about recipes and things. And she was like, oh my gosh, I just got this really cool planter we just got the seedlings in yesterday. I got to show you this picture. It's amazing. And she takes it out and it's the same. It's the farm stand. It's the lettuce grow. Oh. And I was like, all right, well, <laughs> now that I'm not only seeing the ads online, but now I also have a good friend who has invested in one and is loving it. I think we're just going to go ahead and pull the trigger on this one. <laughs> so that's sort of the story of how it came to be here. Oh, that's really cool. Did you, when you like initially went on the website, did you like sign up for their, their email list or anything? I did. I usually like to try to find a coupon code if I'm online shopping and that, you know, that old trick of add something to your cart and then let it sit for a day or two and see if you get an email saying, Hey, you forgot this. Do you want 10% off? Um, so I, I tend to do that a lot when I'm online shopping, but um, this one in particular, I started getting emails right away. I think they were having a sale, but my friend had a discount code that actually was a better discount. I think I got $50 off mine and then she got $50 towards her, like uh, her seedling refill. So I think we ended up doing that. Um, so she but had like a loyalty program sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. A referral link. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So how would you describe yourself as an online shopper just in general for really non high priced <laughs> items? I'm very good at online shopping. Um, okay. I, do, <laughs> I do most of my purchases online, honestly, um, which is a little bit counterintuitive because one of the reasons we wanted the farm stand was to try to be more sustainable and be more aware of our environmental impact. 
Um, so that's kind of an internal struggle. But I, the convenience of shopping online is is huge, especially since um, having my daughter. It's just not as fun to go out to the store anymore and kind of browse. And honestly, it's such a sad thing to say as an elder millennial, but uh, Instagram really has me dialed in. <laughs> and they're showing me all the ads for things that I'm actually interested in. And it's creepy, but I kind of like it at the same time. <laughs> That's an interesting take. Yeah. Yeah. And I've made plenty of purchases that I've regretted and been like, you shouldn't have done this. But even as recently as last month, I kept seeing this one bathing suit ad and I was like, I mean, I don't know if buying a bathing suit on Instagram is like the best way to go, but it turned out that it was a great quality swimsuit and they had a good return policy. So that's usually something I look for if I'm, if I'm shopping online is mm -hmm. to make sure I can return it if it is a piece of junk. <laughs> right. Did you, did you click on that, on the swimsuit ad? Did you click on it to the website or did you buy it through Instagram app? Um, I went to their website. Okay. Yeah. So what pushed you over the edge on that? So you, you see this kind of interesting bathing suit. Yeah. You got on the website. What, what was the thought process that took you from, Hey, it's kind of cool to, Hey, let's put this in my cart. Yeah. Well, I, I like to read a lot of the reviews kind of with that grain of salt, not ever knowing if they're true reviews or bots. Um, but this one had a lot of reviews. And then of course, once I looked at it a couple of times, I just kept getting more and more ads and more and more accounts that were featuring people wearing the swimsuit. Uh, and then it kind of came down to just practicality. Like I didn't have time to go to the mall. I have been a different size since having my, my daughter. So I needed a new bathing suit in general. She's in the pool all the time. So I'm like, all right, well, we got to get something. We'll give this one a shot. And so it was kind of a, a little bit of risk, but also a, a purchase I was looking to make regardless. Mm -hmm. Okay. What other sort of things do you shop for? Or does Instagram feed you? <laughs> I mean, I do just about anything, um, clothes for clothes in general, clothes for the family, clothes for me. Um, we do have a dog, so like dog, not necessarily treats so much as like if there's cool new toys that like they can't chew through that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, I buy a lot of books. We buy our, we do some of our groceries through Instacart. It, that one's kind of a hybrid because I'll shop technically online, but then I pick them up at the store, but somebody does the shopping for me kind of thing. Oh, you just go to the curbside pickup? Yeah. Okay. I've never done that, but I just always wonder if I want people picking out the vegetables and meats that I would. It's a hundred percent hit or miss. Okay. <laughs> I found when I was using Instacart, it was, I, I don't even know why I kept doing it. I had such an issue every time. Like I would request the bunch of bananas and the shopper would get me one banana, or I would ask for like, an onion and I would get an onion that was like already cut into and kind of like oozing out of it and I'm like have you never cooked before like have you never did you even look at this thing before you put it in the bag um I've gotten you know the wrong order before I've gotten where I've needed like a, one ingredient for a specific recipe that I was kind of basing my day around and then they were like out of stock but they didn't tell me so I couldn't like get a replacement it was just like nope no luck. And so every person who shops for you is different. And that's the hard part. I think about Instacart where the way that it's set up now through our local grocery store, it's actually somebody who works for the store, usually in their produce department, who is picking out the stuff. So it, my quality has gotten a lot better since I stopped having it delivered and actually going and picking up at the store. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. So you probably don't have to buy as much vegetables now that you have the. No, lettuce. definitely not. <laughs> How's the the flavor? Is it like a lot more fresh? Oh yeah, it's so good. I don't normally like tomatoes, but I got cherry tomatoes because I figured that was one of those plants that like people really have a hard time messing up. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, if nothing else grows on this thing, the tomatoes will grow. Um, and they've taken forever, but now that they're turning red, they're like, they're almost like sweet, like a can, like a vegetable candy, if that makes sense. They're like, you just take it off, you know, take a bite. It's nice and juicy. The colors are very vibrant. Um, the same with the zucchinis, the, the cucumbers were amazing. We had so many, we, I even started like doing new recipes where I figured out how to quick pickle cucumbers in the refrigerator. And, uh, we've got a whole bunch of herbs. So like we're making our own tzatziki sauce. We've got like different dressings that just taste so much better because the herbs are just like plucked right off the stand as opposed to however long they're picked to being on a truck to being in the supermarket to me getting them to me actually using them mm-hmm. I think you can definitely tell there is there's a difference there it sounds good you've kind of have me sold on it now <laughs> I I actually I, I love it and it's become a hobby too where it doesn't feel there is I will say that the ads make it look like everything's like super easy you just pop the plant in and water it once a week and add the nutrients and you're good to go and there is a bit more that goes into it than that Mm-hmm. Um, like we have really hard water. So like trying to adjust the pH to be the right level throughout the week consistently. And like how often I would have to check it was kind of a learning curve. Um, the nutrients are pretty simple, but then there's things like, um, like pruning the plants and like how you should prune, like, for example, the tomatoes just got like crazy bushy and we're blocking the sunlight from some of our other plants. So I need to figure out the best way to prune some of those back. Um, there's a lot of their plants are what they call, there's a word for it that I'm forgetting right now, but they're Mm self-pollinating. So um, theoretically, you don't really have to do anything to them. But if you go out in the morning when the flowers are open, say on like the cucumbers or the peppers and kind of just shake them a little bit or like take a toothbrush and kind of like mix up the the pollen inside of the flower that actually helps create more of the vegetables on the plant. And so they do have a really good Facebook community group where there's, I don't know how long it's been around, but there's thousands of members and people are really active. So if you search for like, like my strawberries weren't growing, I'm like, okay, like, let me look at strawberries and pretty much a problem you have, you can find that someone's already had it. And like six people have offered solutions and there are staff from Lettuce Grow in the group as well, who will reach out if there's like specific problems, um, or like I couldn't get the pH right with the packet that they sent me. So they actually recommended a product that wasn't theirs that would help in my situation because our water is so hard. So I thought that was kind of neat too. Yeah, that's really great. Um, did you look at any other types of, do they, do they have any other similar products out there? There's a couple of other like hydroponic growers that can kind of go inside or outside. They look the look is a little bit more homemade. I think like some of them kind of just look like a trellis Mm -hmm. or like if you've ever seen those like DIY, like you take a big pot and then you put another pot inside it to like kind of stack them Mm -hmm. kind of a a Pinterest craft. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They have a couple that look like that. Um, This one was more expensive, but the other ones weren't inexpensive. Okay. So, and honestly, this brand just seemed more, more polished. Their marketing just, it really, 
hair marketing really spoke to me, but it seemed more legit than some of the other ones. Like, I didn't know if like Johnny was building it in his backyard and going to ship it to me. Like, I just, I didn't have the same, like, trust that the product was going to be the same quality and that it was going to be the same experience, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's, it's rather tall, isn't it? It is. It's about six feet tall. I th- mine is, I think, about six feet. Did it come in like a six foot box? The box actually was probably about three feet tall. So the base came in one box um, and then they call them their, the extension pieces. So each round has six spots for the whole or for the plants. So I have six of those. So a couple of them came in the box. Maybe four of them came in the box and then they sent me like one extra box that came with it with the other one. So they, they're pretty efficient in the packaging mm-hmm. because we even, we held on to the box for a while because they do have a 90 day return policy. Mm-hmm. Um, I never know what it's like if you're actually gonna ship something of that size back to them. I would imagine it's not free to the consumer, but I don't know. We ended up loving it, so it, it didn't really matter, but we did hold on to the boxes for a while just in case. <laughs> cool. Have you recommended it? Like you were recommended from your, your vegan friend. Have you mm-hmm. recommended it to others? I have. No one's, um, to my knowledge, no one's actually bought it yet, but there is a lot of interest with, with a couple of friends of mine. I think the main, um, I think their main holdup is just the cost because you can't really say like, it's definitely not a product where you say, well, I'm going to spend this money and I'm going to make it back in the year by not having to buy things at the grocery store because we still have to buy other things and in supplement. Mm -hmm. Um, but we also, I think in the winter we'll, we'll be better off because we can still grow outside and we'll be able to have a lot more harvest then. Um, it's because you're in San Diego. (laughs) Yeah. But I think if, and if you have them inside, um, I've seen some on that other community post group that, um, that people just love it, the inside ones, like that the glow lights or grow lights work fine and they're not too bright and they look kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would say that the price, so if you, and you are able to buy seedlings from Lettuce Grow. So when you buy them from the, the that company, they actually are pre-grown usually about three or four weeks. So when you get them, they're already starting to grow. So they have a like a, it's pretty much like a germination, like guarantee, like their plants are gonna grow. Um, if you have an issue, which I haven't yet, I've gotten four or five shipments at this point, and I haven't had any issues with, um, plants not arriving in good condition and they'll even send them like overnight or two day, um, with a big note, you know, like open immediately. And like, you'll get emails, or if you download the app, you'll get notifications on the app, like your seedlings arrived, open them up. If you can't plant them today, you know, put them in a little bit of water, try to get them outside, um, so they definitely make that part really easy. So there's no confusion. Mm-hmm. And then planting them themselves, like even my daughter helps. She thinks it's great. She calls them her plant babies. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, plant babies. And she'll like take the little cubs and walk them over and pop them into the little holes and push them down. So that part's really easy. And so are you also kind of using this to kind of teach her about like, you know, like a little bit about food science? Definitely. Yeah. And it's kind of cool because there's a lot that I think either I didn't ever know, or I learned maybe in elementary school when, you know, you did the little like pea seed in a a milk carton Mm -hmm. and then you kind of forget about it, um, moving on. But this is, it's been a neat experience because now it's 
like, oh, I'm not really sure what's going on with this. Let me look it up really quick. And like, we talk about it. And it's really important to me to get her a good base of enjoying healthy foods, specifically vegetables <laughs> um, from a young age. And so I'm hopeful that this is, is part of it, right? You grow your own food, you cook your own food. It's builds confidence, gets you interested in nutrition, kind of see how the plants grow and like the different, like she loves butterflies. So we have a lot more butterflies now that come around. We have a lot of bees. So, you know, I used to be against the bees, but I've learned better now. <laughs> now I know better. The bees are important. <laughs> <laughs> That's really interesting. Um, so you mentioned that like you wouldn't make the money back in a year from mm -hmm. buying stuff at the store. Um, was that like a kind of a consideration, like the, the the cost saving when you were thinking about this? It definitely was. So we try to buy organic when possible. Um, and I totally realize that we live in a place where we are very lucky and we have access to a lot of healthy food almost year round um, and a lot of organic options. Um, but even before the price of food increased as much as it has this year, mm -hmm. I was concerned about the cost of it, but also the food waste. Like we would go, we were like that, I'm living that meme. That's like, oh, I went to the grocery store to buy the bag of mixed greens that I'm going to throw out at the end of the week. <laughs> like, <laughs> Cause you would never really get through, like the, the sizes never seemed to work. It was either way too much or not enough. Um, or, you know, they get shoved in the back of the fridge and you're like, oh, that's disgusting. Those, those need to go. Um, but I do love the idea of, okay, well, I've got lettuce outside whenever I want it. I can make a salad. I can make salad every day for the next three months if I wanted to. <laughs> and the waste is so much less because it's still growing, right? So it's not like I'm gonna, you don't have to harvest the whole head of lettuce at the same time. You can just go out there and just clip off a few leaves, tear them up, make a salad, and you're kind of good to go. So I, I would say the food waste was a more of a concern actually than, than the cost, but I did kind of do the numbers out because we um, function on a budget every month. So we like sit down and kind of plan out what our expenses are gonna be. And our groceries are by far our highest expense um, at our house. So trying to figure out, you know, where does it make sense to cut costs? What can we do at home? Uh, and really just realizing that if we wanted to have nutritious food that we knew exactly how it was being grown, like that was the best way to do it was to get one of these plant stands. I usually wrap up with one question. Sure. Um, for brands who are trying to reach people like you, what advice would you give them? Hmm. I mean, you already know now to get you on Instagram. Yes. How do they pull you over to their side? Uh, I would say being persistent in multiple ways because seeing just the ad is not really enough for me it would get me triggered to maybe thinking about it especially if it's something i was already considering but if i'm seeing the ads and then they are using like influencers or brand partners who are also putting it out there and they're also doing reels like pretty much my life when i'm not at home if i am on if I am like looking to shop, it is on Instagram. So that's a good place to find me. And if you can use the different modalities within and I'm seeing it more often, um, I'm a sucker for that. It works really well for me because <laughs> it just keeps everything top of mind. And I will go off to others. Like I'll check out their website. I'll check out reviews. I'll ask my friends, but it's all kind of secondary to learning about the product first. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. <laughs> sure. Thanks for having me. This was fun.
Alrighty, and that is all for today's show. Thanks again to Courtney for being on, and we will see you next time.